Hello and welcome to the Odds Checker Greyhound Derby 2020 preview of the quarterfinal stage of the competition. 96 dogs started two weeks ago. We're down to the final 24. Three of the dogs in each of the four quarterfinals then go through to the semifinals next week before six dogs battle it out to etch their name into Derby folklore. We all know about the race itself. It's been run at the likes of Wimbledon, White City, Toaster and now Nottingham and been won by Mick the Miller and Westmead Hawk, among others. To discuss the quarterfinals, four of them taking place, I've got two expert guests who are going to give you all the winners you need on Saturday evening. First up is Nathan Hunt. Nathan, of course, is one of the rising young trainers in the ranks, and he'll be hopeful of maybe having some more success at Nottingham on Saturday, something that we'll touch upon later on. But Nathan, firstly, for everyone at home, just give us a little update uh, about you and how you kind of got started in the industry. Yeah, so I first started in the industry when I was about 10, uh, probably 11 or 12 years age. Um, just started going with my neighbour. Uh, that's how I got into it. And then I was in the sport for a while, mainly as a hobby. Um, and then full time, I was Kenland. Then I moved from South Wales to Cambridge, become a Kenland for Phil Simmons, Romford trainer. Uh, and then I worked my way up to assistant trainer, and then when Phil took a step back, then I become the, uh, I took the license over, and I'm you know professional trainer now with the contract at Romford from last fe- uh, February this year. Um, yeah, and I'm a weekly obviously weekly columnist with Odds Checker where we catch up and speak about my runners, and uh, yeah, so far we're having a good year, um, and uh, you know I think we've got some exciting dogs to look forward to anyway. You can read Nathan's column every Wednesday, which is published on the Checker website and on their social media channels. And joining Nathan this afternoon is Paul Millwood. Paul is the Greyhound tipster for Checker. But Paul, what's your background in the sport? How did you become interested in Greyhound racing in, in general? Uh, basically through gambling. Uh, my dad was a, a very, very small panther and I got interested in horse racing. Um, one of my friends in the street at the time, um, his dad went Greyhound racing uh, our next door neighbours went greyhound racing and we just happened to live uh, a 10 minute walk from Walthamstow Stadium. So I started going there when I was about nine years old, uh, possibly a little bit younger and uh, doing the 10 pence forecast bets at the tote window, etc, etc. And it developed from there, um, eventually became a correspondent for the Racing Post at Walthamstow. Um, the progress from there into doing websites, did the G- GBGB website. Uh, just basically been involved most most of my life with the sport. I reckon when most people have a flutter, they use the same old bookies every time. But how do you know if you're getting good odds? Odds Checker, that's how. At Odds Checker, you can compare the odds from major bookmakers, get tips from the experts, and place your bets all in one place. Whether it's your Saturday hacker or a first goal scorer hunch, choose our best odds and get brilliant returns. Odds Checker. Your one-stop betting hub. Download the app now. Play responsibly. Remember, you can find all of Paul's tips on the Odds Checker app, and it is the only place to be if you want the best bets from the the likes of Paul and also other tipsters in the world of horse racing, football, as well as greyhounds, but also the place where you can get the best odds ahead of Saturday's quarterfinals. Firstly, gents, before we touch on the quarterfinals themselves, what have you made of the competition so far? Obviously, a couple of the anti-post favourites have already been eliminated from the competition, and it looks like Pat Buckley and Graham Holland have interesting contenders still in. But what have you made of it so far? Start with you, Nathan. Yeah, um, I think it was a slow build-up, with it, obviously, with everything that's gone on. 
but I think um, you know we're over the first couple of rounds now. It's, it's building up nicely. Um, it's a wide open derby. There's no real, out, you know, real superstar outright favourite. I think it's anyone. I think there'd be a lot of dogs still left in the competition. The connections will feel that you know they've got a very good chance of winning the derby. Um, some really good dogs still left in it, um, and uh, it's building up nicely. What about yourself, Paul? Have you had any bets so far? Anti-post? Uh, two anti-post ones, but I'm afraid they both went out. Uh, Rock's home, Crystal, uh, Christoph, rather, who I thought was, a, a, you know, a fabulous dog. He won at uh, Sheffield, did a track record there first time in this country. Uh, but in the first round, he just could not get to the bend and he was badly hammered and he was out. And then the other one was Bocco's Doomy, ran pretty flat in horrendous conditions in the first round, and second round just didn't show his pace, second to third. So I think there's probably a, a bit of a problem there, and he's he's not been entered for the derby plate either. Uh, apart from that, there's I mean, there's been some very good greyhounds knocked out already. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd agree with Nathan 100% that there's so many in there that can win it now. And, you know, it's a real mishmash of... Uh, not guessing, but you, there's not a lot between many of them at all. Mm-hmm. On to the business end of the preview, then we've got the four quarter finals. First up at 8.36, the second is at 8.52, 9.11 is quarter final three, and the finale quarter final four is at 9.26. I'll be getting the guys' best bets for all four of the quarter finals, and we'll start off in chronological order with the 8.36 pm. In trap one is Wingman, he's 12 to 1 in the odds at the moment. Remember, the best odds guaranteed on odds checker, it's all wor- always worth checking out. Trap two is Neron Jacko, who's 14 to 1. Antigua Boy at 12 to 1, Dean Ridge Rapid at 9 to 1, Wolf, who I particularly think is interesting, at 11 to 4. But the market leader is Kulavani Chick, who's the best price available is 5 to 6. Uh, Nathan, let's start with you. What do you think of Noel Hare's dog, Kulavani Chick? Is that the one they've all got to beat? Yeah, I think she's got a really good draw. Uh, she's taken to Nottingham very well. Showed a nice bit of early last time. Um, I think she possibly might have a little bit of a flat spot down the back straight, but then she does kick again up the up the running. Um, she looks like she might be a six bend bitch, and she's bred for it. But yeah, she's you know she's benefited from being um, in trap six. She's always going to get the draw, and um, yeah, I think with Wolf inside her, she's got a great chance. Um, Wolf ran from trap five, I think last year in the Derby played final, cut in from trap five, so she should get plenty of room there. It'll probably hinder the chances of probably uh, the four Dean Ridge Rapid with the five cutting in. Uh, she shouldn't get a solo on the run-up. Um, I'm quite impressed by Antigua Boy um, against against her uh, last week. He was quite eye-catching. I thought he showed real good middle pace. He's a dog who could be going quite under the radar for Mark Wallace. He seems to improve every round and every race he's had for him. He hasn't been in the kennel too long. Um I think if he was drawn the other way around with New and Jacko, I'd probably fancy him uh, to get second there with Kulavani Chick. Um, but New and Jacko more than likely to move middle from two. So I thought one's got a good draw there as well. Wingman, who's pro Ken Humphreys, who's trains in Fishguard. He's currently in hospital at the moment, so it'd be a good tonic for him if he could qualify. Lovely stuff. And Paul, were you in the uh, the Chick Express as well or not? Uh, not at that price. I, I wouldn't be. Um, I, I think it's a fairly tough heat. Um, I agree with Nathan. Wolf will be cutting in. But I'd I, take a chance on uh, Dean Ridge Rapid. Um, 
there's some good trials before the competition started. Um, I, I thought he ran particularly well last time in the, in the last round. Uh, I think he's got half a chance of coming out a little bit better. He has done that in trials. And mm. if, he, if he can just hold Wolf into the bend, I'd, I'd make him a huge runner. And I think nine to one is kind of worth taking a chance with. Nice one. Alison Kelly Pilgrim trains at Crayford. Demer Rapid nine to one for Paul and Nathan seems pretty sweet on Kulavani Chick, who's the five to six general market leader. I, I think Wolf's being slightly overlooked. I thought it was a good run from a bad draw last time. I, I marked that up and maybe at the price is eleven to four, better off than taking the five to six on Kulavani. He, he, he can be without without doubt, but it's, it's just one of those races that it's it's all about the if at the start, whams at the start. Um, it's probably not going to be a clean race. I think Cordovani Chick is the obvious favourite, but again, I'm not sure whether she's actually as fast as Wolf and Dean Ridge Rapid. Mm-hmm. Okay, on to the 8.52, the second quarter final. In trap one, you've got Blue Tick George, who's a 7-2 to two shot. Uh, trap two is Lensum Whelan, who's 22 to one, the outsider of the six. In trap three is Final Mad, who's 20 to one. Lensum Bocco is available at 11-4 to four in trap four. Trap five is Southwood Jet, the general market leader at seven to four, who's unbeaten the competition so far and has won by four and three quarter lengths on both of those starts. And in trap six is Troy Firebird. Southwood Jet, probably the best place to start for Trevor uh, for Richard Rees. What have you made of him so far, Nathan? Yes, yeah, he's coming over. He's really uh, looked top class in this country. Um, his Irish card was, you know, nothing flashy on his Irish card, but he won plenty of races with, you know, flashy times. But he's taken to the racing in this country really well. Obviously, he's five out of five. Uh, two of those races in the Derby where he's looked, uh, you know, he's won by four and three quarters both times, drawn one and two. Trap five this week could be a hindrance, but I think looking at the race, there's not too much early pace inside him. Um, you know, a pretty level break. I think he's got enough early to clear those dogs inside him. Um yeah, I think sometimes I know the connections would agree that you know you sometimes you're better off drawn the furthest of the railers rather than in the middle of them where you could get sandwiched in between dogs where you know he's on the outside he shouldn't shouldn't get any trouble from Troy Firebird on his outside coming coming in anyway. Uh, Troy Firebird's a dog I like. I think he paces up well. He was on the heels of uh, DJ Sydney in the in the first round on the first bend. Um, so he'd be pacing up, but I think Southwood Jet should have enough early to clear the dogs inside anyway. Okay, what about yourself, Paul? Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, I've, I've watched all Southwood Jet's races, or as many as I could. I can see no reason why he's going to cut in. I think he'll go straight before cutting in at the bend. Um, and I think he's absolutely got the early boot to beat the ball into the bend. I thought the, another, well, the best draw was Blue, Blue Tick George in trap one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Lenson Whelan to be moving off a little bit. Final Mayor might be trying to go inside a little bit. Um, I thought Blue Tick George could possibly turn handy and, uh, you know, could well make a race of it. Graham Holland's had some interesting dogs so far in the competition. What about Lenson Bocco? Um, last year's Derby winner, I believe, in Ireland. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not, not quite the same Greyhound, but again, you, you just wouldn't be surprised at anything there. Uh, you know, the Graham Holland has got actually absolutely steps up on it. 
for those of you looking at the general outright prices, Southwood Jet uh, is towards the top of the betting for the Greyhound Derby outright at around the 10 to 1 mark, whilst Lensman Bocco is 14 to 1 and Blue Tick George is a general 20 to 1 shot. I agree with you there, Paul. I think uh, Blue Tick George is very well drawn in trap one, but Southwood Jet has looked electric in his first two starts and probably, well, clearly is the one they all have to yeah, beat. Yeah, def- definitely. But I think Blue Tick George is mm-hmm. um, sort of pretty nailed on to make, make the semi finals. Do you think that's a good forecast, Southwood Jet, to beat Blue Tick George? Uh, that would be my choice, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think um, Southwood Jet ran out of four in Ireland, and he didn't really dive across to the rail. He edged in slightly, but he, he never you know, dramatically cut in. So I think he shouldn't be shouldn't be too bad in five. Yeah, he's one from four and three in Ireland, hasn't he, I believe? Okay. Right, go on to the quarterfinal three. That's at 9.11pm. This is quite an interesting little uh, event. Trap one is Ballydor Valor. Two to one. Uh, trap two is Swift Lettuce, who's available at seven to one. Trap three is Amka Roth, who's available at twelve to one. Trap four is Swanley Chick, uh, seven to two, was successful last time out, beating Blue Tick George, who was in the quarterfinal before. Trap five, you've got the local dog Churchill Holly, who's four to one. And finally, trap six is Smurfs Machine, seven to one. One thing I wanted to ask yourself, Nathan, really, Churchill Holly's obviously a local dog. Five wins from nine starts to the track. If we put that into perspective to say horse racing and you've got a horse who's won over course and distance, how important is it for a dog to have had plenty of track craft round the likes of a Nottingham? How 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 much of an advantage can that give you in a race like this? Yeah, I think Nottingham's definitely a track you, you, you'll improve after, say, three or four runs there. The bends are pretty flat, so a lot of dogs you see moving off. So you ben- you know, she'd she definitely benefit from being a local dog. She's had a few races before the derby under her belt. And to be honest, last week I thought she was outstanding to, to just sold Glengar Bale off by a short head. You know, she'd done a 488 split, I think, which is the second fastest split of the derby so far. She looks, um, yeah, a really exciting bitch, not just for the derby, but for the future as well. And, um, yeah, one of the last three bitches in the competition. Um, so, you know, they're having great fun with her anyway, and they'd be hoping that she can just smash out again, show her early pace. And get across to the rails. Another one who's the furthest railer drawn out in five. That it might not be a hindrance if she can just smash out and cut across. Mm. We all know about the power of Ballydoll in the horse racing world, but what about Ballydoll Valor in Trap One, Paul, for Graham Holland? Uh, yep, the obvious favourite. Um, I'm not convinced he's the, the best in the race, but I think he's probably the best drawn. Mm. Um, I, I, I thought this is a very, very, very hard to try and find the winner um i can make a case for quite a lot of them i was a bit worried that churchill holly and swanee trick might just come together for you know from the boxes um but as nathan said if, if churchill holly absolutely pings again she'll go around in front and she's the one they're going to have to catch as as for picking one of them i i, I really can't i, I made, also made a case for swift lettuce i don't think we've seen the best of that one yet mm-hmm. um and it could possibly Ballydoll Vella makes that one a big runner, but it's it's a really a really really tough looking uh, heat to me. Ballydoll Vella, I remember if you look on the odds checker app, as short as eight to one with Ball Sports for the competition outright, but as big as fourteen to one uh, with Unibet. So that's one to be of interest if you fancy backing that dog outright. Amongst the rest of the field, Paul, you've already mentioned Swift, Lettuce, Churchill, Holly. What about uh, Smurfs Machine for Seamus Carhill in Trap Six? I would think possibly just a touch uh, above what he can achieve. I mean, it, it, he'll, he'll really need to come away, and I, I can't see how he's going to beat 
uh, Churchill Holly or Swanley Chick into the bend, and that, um, if he doesn't lead, he, he will not be winning. Okay. Uh, what about you, Nathan? What's your verdict overall? Who do you who would you have first, and maybe one for the forecast? Um, I think Bali Dovala. I think he breaks better from the middle as he showed last week. But I think even if he just comes away level, he might get a nice pitch on the rail. He's a real strong running dog, so he'd be finishing with. At the end, um, I can see two possibly leading the inside, and I think it's just between four and five who, who gets that early battle. If I think if five goes round in front, two will probably turn Andy, and then one will be finishing strongly. Okay. Uh, and Paul, you're going overall for you going for Swift Lettuce or Swan and Chick? Uh, no, I, 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 I think I, if forced to go, I'd go Belly Doll Vela, um, and uh, I'd, I'd definitely put Swift Lettuce in there. Okay, uh, we'll come on to quarterfinal four in a minute. But obviously, there's a lot of Irish jogs in that quarterfinal, but also in this one, Graham Holland, one of the best Irish trainers around, is he? Would you say, Nathan? Yeah, without doubt, I think um, his strike rate um, in the Irish derby, especially, has been um, fantastic the last few years. And um, you know, he'd be desperate to add an English derby to his uh, honours, and um, you know, it's a big commitment for them coming over. Um, obviously, I think his wife is is based over you know at um, Dave Firmage's kennel, so she's doing all the dogs herself, and um, you know I'd say she's equally as good as Graham, and um, it's shown so far in the Derby they're in great form. Uh, the Irish dogs, to be fair, they've come over, they've only had probably one trial most of them, and they've hit the ground running. They look pretty a class above at the moment, really. What what happens kind of in the week, but uh, between obviously the quarterfinal, the second round, where do all the Irish dogs? Where are they? Where are they staying? Basically, really? Do they stay at the track or? No. Um, well, I think Graham Marlin's dogs are with uh, Dave Firmage's kennel, which is near Nottingham. I know Pat Buckley's staying with June Harvey, which would be near Poole, I would say. Uh, okay. So he's got a fair fair way to travel. But yeah, they're all staying over here uh, with various train English based trainers. Um, uh, so the the dogs are, will be settled now anyway. They've got to the point they've been over here probably a few weeks now, so they're settled in, and uh, it looks like the, the the dogs have had no problems with the change of scenery anyway, because they've you know they've hit the ground running and they look pretty superb. Especially Pat Buckley's, I think I think he won something like six out of the six in the heat uh, of his dogs in the first round, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they've really hit the ground running and they look uh, in tip-top form. I think they've benefited also just coming out of an Irish derby, so the dogs are fit. Um, they've been running in competitive races at Shelbourne Park, so they're, they're coming into the competition you know, in peak condition. And, uh, yeah, they've hit the ground running. OK. Uh, we come on to the final quarterfinal. That's at 9.26pm. And this could be the one which really shakes up the betting in terms of the outright market, depending on what happens. Because Pat Buckley... Uh, as Nathan's already alluded to, he's got three runners in it, all of which were impressive winners last time out. So they're all worth noting. First off, in trap one, you've got Dear Jet Sydney for Pat Buckley, available at as big as 13 to 8. Uh, in trap two is Rockmount Aussie, who's the outsider, but was a surprising winner at 40 to 1 last week, and is 40 to 1 again for this for John Mullins. You've then got Kalara Icon, who's 12 to 1 in trap three. Trap four is not the ball, Sid. I'm beating the competition for Pat Buckley, 9 to 4. Then you've got Trap 5, a dog I know uh, Nathan likes, Glengar Bale, 3-1. to one. And finally, you've got Trap 6, which is Distant Village. So it looks like Pat Buckley's got a, stri- a stranglehold on this race. But out of his three, who do you feel like is going to be the one to cross the line in front? Nathan first. Um, I think, obviously, Pat would have been, you know, 
uh, he'd have seen a draw. He probably couldn't believe all three of them had drawn the same heat. But I think he probably would have been happy where they all have drawn anyway. I think Diajet's Indy's been cutting in from three and four. So I think one would be no problem with, it, with him. Not Nabil Sid has been smashing out. He's got the fastest split of the competition, the 487 last time. Um, he's in four. I think if he smashes out one, be pacing up on the inside, they might get into a battle early on on the first couple of bends. And it could set it up for Glenn Garbay, who's a strong running dog who I fancied pre-competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a strong runner. He's got you know more all-round pace. I would say the other two are all about the early pace front runners, whereas he can do it from behind more so. Two columns ago, Nathan uh, in his weekly column tipped up Glenn Garbell at twenty-eight to one for the Greyhound Derby outright, and he's now a general eight to one shot. Just to highlight how important this race is for the betting at the moment. The favourite for the Greyhound Derby itself is Notnable Sid, who's a general seven to one is the biggest price with Sky Bet, but as short as eleven to two with Ball Sports. Glengar Bell eight to one with Ball Sports, but also as short as thirteen to two with Sport Nation. Whilst Deerjet Sydney is as big as eight to one with Sky Bet, but as short as six to one with the likes of uh, Bet Three Six Five. On to you, Paul. Who do you think is going to come out on top in this superb quarterfinal? I, I, uh, I, I it's going to be totally dominated by the Backley runners. I'm sure of that. But I thought Dear Jack Sydney's got an absolute peach of a draw. Uh, I think guaranteed to lead the two. Three has not got anywhere near the pace going into the bend. So I thought Sydney would go around bang handy. And uh, I, I wouldn't mind if Knockabell Sid is in front at that stage because I think Dear Jack Sydney will absolutely beat him down the back straight. Glenn Garbell, I've got massive, massive res- respect for. But I think this might just be a little bit too much to actually win it. But I think uh, we'll certainly qualify. He showed a cracking attitude last time on getting up to beat Churchill Holly, didn't he? Yeah, it was a great run. I mean, it was a great run by Holly as well. Uh, mm. The other three, I, I, I just really don't see how they get, they're going to get into the race. OK, so would you be on the Buckley TriCast? Uh, without a doubt, yeah. OK, just a word on any of the others. I mean, if, if I forced you, would, would Distant Village be the pick of the other of the other three runners? Uh, yeah, I, I, I think Matt Darnell's done a good job with him. I, I, again, I just don't think he's got the pace to go with some of these. And uh, coming from behind any of the but three Buckley runners is going to be very, very tough. Miklara Icon will probably be staying on. But again, I, I, I can't make any solid case there. OK, so Deirdre at Sydney for you, Paul? Uh, yes, without a doubt. And Nathan? I go for Glenn Garbill. I'm going to join you. Gareth Bale might play on Sun, you know, on Sunday. So Glengar Bale might be the Bale connection. <laughs> and I'd, I'd, I'd definitely, I'd, I'd, I'd be one on two on that race as well. Uh, sorry, one on five on that race. One on five. Okay. Interesting, because not the ball. The ball Sid is is the Derby favourite. So it's interesting that both of you have gone against him on the. So you think they've got the outright betting slightly wrong there? It's, it's opinions. I mean, he's he's going to be favourite because he, he does have these flying sectionals. Um, but I, I just think this race will work out perfect for the other two. OK, uh, let's come on to your best bets then. You've obviously you've given a selection in all four of the quarterfinals. But if I said I want the Paul Millwood nap and next best, what would they be? Uh, I'd, I'd have to go with Southwood Jet uh, as the nap. I, I just think if he, you know, if he runs up to what he has done, he's going to go around in front. I'd be looking worriedly over my shoulder at Blue Tick George. But I think Southwood Jet might just have it on the clock at the moment. Southwood um, Jet available at seven to four with Bet three six five for anyone betting on the app. Sorry, Paul, yeah. and your next best? Yeah, I think I think that's a good price as well, seven to four. Um, mm. And I'd I'd ha- tempted to go Deanbridge Rapid, but 
being more realistic, I'll go Dear Jet Sydney. Dear Jet Sydney, who is in the final quarter final and is available at 13 to 8 with William Hill and is short as 11 to 8 with Bet Fred. So make sure to shop around on the Odds Checker app. Nathan, what about yourself? What's your nap of the night and then your next best? Um, I think Gula Valley Chick's the best draw in the quarterfinals, though, in six. I can see a little bit of crowded on the inside of her, so I'm finding it difficult to go without her. But then a dog, I think, who might run a big race at the big prices in the same race, Antigua Boy. Um, he's in three. Obviously, I said said earlier about two being inside him isn't ideal, but I think he's in three, which is notoriously a ping box at Nottingham. So if he can get a good break, he, as I said, he was eye-catching in the last round, and I think he might be a type to go under the radar and improve. OK, Kulavani Chick, 5-6 to six with Betfred, and Antigua Boy, if you're looking for an each-way play, is a 12-1 to one shot with both Betfred and Bet365. At OddsChecker, compare the odds from major bookmakers, get expert tips and place your bets all in one place. OddsChecker, the one-stop betting hub. Download the app now, play responsibly. Away from the four quarterfinals of the Greyhound Derby at Nottingham on Saturday is the Racing Post Greyhound TV Derby Plate. This competition is open for dogs who were eliminated in either the first or second round of the Greyhound Derby itself. And one man who's got a runner in the 8.21 is Nathan Hunt, who's got Bowyard Ricky, a dog I know he thinks a lot of. He was very unlucky when he made all sorts of trouble on a wet, sodden night at Nottingham on October the 3rd. But he's since trialled well back at the track, Nathan. What do you make of his chances from trap four on Saturday? Yeah, trial in Monday evening before racing and um, he's our trap four then as well. It was a two-dog trial with um, one of Barry Draper's who actually won the heat of the uh, three steps to victory not so long ago. And uh, yeah, he trapped out pretty well, paced up to the corner and uh, he won by three and a half lengths in 29.66, which is a really respectable time. Um, so we're just hoping for a good run from him. Uh, obviously, you know, we were done in like two strides in the derby, the five come in and then the three moved off. So, you know, our chances were gone straight away. So hopefully the dog, you know, the dog deserves a little bit of luck because he's had no luck so far. Um, I like his draw. It looks like Hope's bullet in three should, should edge for the rails. Um, he's got a Swanley flight in five and Wine Tavern Curly in six, who was a dog I used to train. Uh, as now with Gary Ferguson in Shawfield. Um, but I think on a level break, he should pace up and and uh, lead. That's what we're hoping anyway. OK, so you're confident, hopefully. How, does he have to finish in the first two or three to qualify for next week? Uh, first, first, yeah. first three, yeah. So you hopefully he'd get out, would you? You'd think he'd get out of that? that um, well, yeah, I think on a level break, because he's a dog, he's, he's not a ping breaker, but he's got lovely pace to the corner and a long run to the bend like Nottingham suits him. So, yeah, hopefully he can show his, his true colours anyway. OK, and Paul, just on, there's three other uh, heats of the Derby play and they include some famous names, including Doolan Duke for Pat Buckley, who many thought was going to be one of the market leaders for the Greyhound Derby himself, but he finds himself in the plate. Is there anything that stands out for you on the rest of the card? I've not really had an amazing amount of time to go through the, the plate heats. Um but I think there's going to be some obvious favourites. Julian Duke would probably be one of them in the same race as Derby's Flyer, who had quite a big name. Um, I mean, out of the, just scanning through the races, I, I, I do think that Nathan's Balliard Ricky is a huge runner. Um, he's definitely got the early pace to beat these into the bend. Um, I'd, I'd be a little bit worried about Wine Tavern Curly. He, he can really smash out and go into the bend, but I think Balliard Ricky would. That's, it's, it's not going to be much of a price, I wouldn't have thought. 
Um, but he's, he's definitely got the early pace to lead. But I old Ricky, a uh, confident selection from both of the guys. And Nathan, quickly yeah, before we go. Until Paul praised him up. <laughs> What's that? We might have had a good price until Paul praised him up. Yeah, that's it. Put Paul's Paul's ruined the price for everyone. I think, uh, to be fair, I think he's about fourteen to one to win the to win the plate outright. And Andy Post, anyway, he's 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 not the favourite. There's quite a few up there. I think Bauer Luke. Um, I think he's about seven to one joint favourite. Yeah, it's it's a tough enough tough enough little event. I think you know it's it's not gonna it's gonna take some beating. Uh, gonna take some winning rather. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I, I, I think Nathan will get be off to a winning start there. I really do. Okay, confident from both of the guys. And Nathan, before we go, you've got a runner uh, on Wednesday in another final. That's at Harlow in the Scurry Cup. That's I've got Gears, who won at you, the 9-1 to one last week. So another big winner for the odds tracker, Colin. But what do you make of the chances in the final of that event at Harlow? Yeah, she ran a cracking race last week. Um, trapped pretty pretty well, but paced up really well into the bend and ran a, a real good first and second bend. You know, it's a sharp bend at Harlow. It's hard hard bend to run, but she benefited for a couple of runs and run the track really well and um you know she was nine to one i think rab had the short price favorites in the race but she beat them fair and square she's got drawn trap two uh in the final she's got a railer inside her she beat last week she should lead the one um it's whether she can handle the two box she's a middle seed normally um hopefully she stays pretty straight she does cut come in and cut cut the bend from four she was last week so we're hoping she just hold she's pretty straight from two and she cuts in but, you know, she's a bitch who's in form and, um, yeah, we're hopeful of a, a big run from her anyway. All the best with her and all the best uh, with Bayard Ricky as well on Saturday. Paul, thanks again for your time, Nathan, as well. That's your extensive, extensive preview of the Greyhound Derby quarterfinals. Hopefully we've given you a few winners along the way. Remember to check out the Odds Checker website, the Odds Checker app. It's the place to be for all the best tips from Paul and others, along with getting the best odds. And remember, you can listen to this on SoundCloud, YouTube and all your other devices.